to The Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss current events in the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam With Intention. And I'm Kareem, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We can't discuss all of the headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. So you're about to embark on an adventure. (laughs) Quite an adventure. So, well... Uh, Some of the places I'm going will be repeat, but not Greece. So I have not been to Greece. I'm very excited about that. Oh my goodness. You will love Greece. I know. And I'm doing um, Celebrity. It's Croatia. It's Italy, Croatia, Turkey, and Greece. And then I'm bookending that with um, Celestial. So that'll be more intense in Greece. Although we are going to stop in Turkey again as well. So I'm super excited about it. This is a a rebook from 2020. Our group of closest friends are coming with us, and none of them have ever been to Europe. So I need everybody to pray for me because there have been strikes. There has been flooding. There have been all these things. I'm getting texts all the time like, oh, my God, what about this? Oh, my God. And I, and I keep having to say, listen, um, there's no point in worrying because there's nothing you can do about it. We're just going to have to take things as they come. But it's interesting because I'm so nervous. These are our closest friends. I want them to have an amazing time. but And then I feel responsible for all of them. And I haven't been to a lot of the places we're going to, so I can't be the tour guide either, right? And I'm afraid we might get stuck in that situation. So... Xanax. I'm going to be bringing Xanax. (laughs) (laughs) I completely feel you when you say that, you know, you feel a certain kind of responsibility and you also, you know, just the nature of our job. Whenever we plan trips for people like our family and we go someplace automatically people look to us to be the leader. And I'm just like, listen, I've never been here either. So we are all going to be learning together. And I try to make that now I know because in the past, I always felt like I had to be the responsible one to get people from point A to point B, even though I had no idea because I've never been there. But I feel right now I just have to say, listen, I've never been here before. We have these things that are, you know, soft plans. However, I don't really know my way around yet because I've never been. So let's all take mutual responsibility. Yep. Luckily, most of us are flying into Barcelona, and that is a place I am familiar with. So we can all get our feet wet in a place that I know what I'm doing, and it can be hopefully a calmer start to the trip. Um, it's it's so it's just bittersweet. I'm so excited. I love that I get to help them have their first trip to Europe, and I just worry, and it feels like a lot of responsibility. But more, I love it. But you'll be cruising. So that kind of takes the yes, side of so it much. out of when I tell you when I first took my family, it was a group of eight of us total to Japan for the first time. The first time I've ever gone to Japan was with seven other people, eight of us. And I had planned Japan before going, but I had mm-hmm. no idea. You know, you have a general sense, but until you get your feet on the ground, it's really, really tough to really. Oh, yeah. You know, like taking the public transportation, the trains, things like that. And it was just a lot of stress on me. And that was on land. So 
I'm hoping that being on a cruise, it'll make things a lot more stress-free and relaxed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited. More than anything, I'm excited. I'm happy. I love that they're doing this. Um, You know, you just can't help but be a little bit anxious about it. Of course. Of course. Anywho, before we jump into our discussion this week, we want to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to TravMarketMedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. First on our list is an article from Travel Market Report, and this is about travel advisors sharing their top client gift ideas. And gifting is always a hot topic. I would say Mm -hmm. it's on the same list as charging fees. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in terms of how fired up advisors get. So this article says gift cards, gift certificates, upgrades, travel accessories, and travel experiences, all solid choices for travel advisors to give clients. The gesture is good natured and kind and encourages loyalty, repeat business, and referrals. And they give a list of gifts that quote unquote keep on giving. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on gifting. So I don't like to gift as an expectation. Mm-hmm. I like to surprise and delight. I am focused much more on thoughtfulness than cost. Mm-hmm. For me, branded gifts just aren't it. Like mm-hmm. I just, I just want to give them something. One time I gave this client who probably spends... $200,000 a year on travel with me. She was going to England. I sent her a pub cookbook and some tea. And she was just so thrilled over the moon. It was like I sent her a million dollars. Like she just couldn't get over it. I've had when someone referred me a bunch of clients, I had done a Germany trip for them. So I sent them some frozen German sausages. I love Gold Belly because you can order food from all over the world. I don't. Like I said, I don't want to send branded stuff. If I if I were to make it a habit, I would in fact send the gift after travel in order mm-hmm. to signify that this is an ongoing relationship rather than here's some luggage tags or whatever. Like that's mm-hmm. that just doesn't fit my personality. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have local clientele and they're able to like drop off a beach bag with mm-hmm. I think that's super cool. So I think it just depends on the person. Now, I do hear a lot from clients that I consult through Travel Biz Boss, that line that you hear like, well, my doctor doesn't give me a gift and my accountant doesn't give me a gift. Okay, that's true. And your good service is enough. And there's also another side of that coin to where you're going above and beyond, like they said, to foster that loyalty. I think more of like a realtor, how realtors often, because it's a commissionable thing, mm-hmm. they give some kind of a gift. So it, there is no right or wrong answer. It's what works for you and your clientele. But I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with creating that extra special experience. Just like you got those branded boxes. So like even their documents is like a whole unboxing thing. Do you put a gift in those? I do. So it really depends on the client, what they paid for the design fee. Mm -hmm. If they were paying to work with or if they were 
you know, a joy to work with. You're not um, trying to foster loyalty for someone you never want to exactly. hear from again. And I all, it, it also depends on what kind of trip they're going on. So yeah. I take all these factors into consideration and I do charge a pretty good design fee, I think. And so with that, I want to be able to elevate my experience, not just in the planning That's process. The word. Because I, I do get the commission part, but with the design fee, I want to make it so it's a different kind of feel. And I think about the companies that I've worked with in the past where they have made me feel really special, not just That's with a good it. service, not just with the good service they provide, not just with the talent, um, but also how thoughtful they were of what I needed. So being the Virgo person that I am, I love having practical things that will make my life easier. Um, and that's one of the first things on the list is practical gifts. So within my branded packaging, if they're going to Europe, for example, I might include a like a universal adapter kind of thing. It's a set where you have different kind of plugs that can they're interchangeable. And there's two plugs as well as USB um, ports in there. So the power I'm like... If, if I had received this, I would be like, oh my gosh, this takes one additional stress off my plate. At least I'll have this to work yep. with. And I also have branded luggage tags that are, I think, beautiful. They're like faux leather. And Can I have I, one? I need a luggage tag. <laughs> yes, you can absolutely have one if you don't mind to get to be branded to get out custom travels. Um, but it's for clients who do have that higher end trip or clients that I really want to continue that relationship with. So not everyone will get that level, but most will because I like working with people that I like. So um, that's generally what I put in there. And depending on their trip, they might get some documents and they're like Inside Japan sends amazing, amazing travel documents that I will put into that box too. So all in all, it just really depends on those factors that I listed. The whole thing feels like a big gift. Like, yeah, I love that. If I were still living in the States, I would probably have copied you because I love that idea of having the branded box and even just the documents feels like the unwrapping a gift that, yes. and I, and when I say like earlier, I mentioned branded luggage tags. If that's all you're giving someone, it feels a little self-serving and not that thoughtful. But that along with the documents and the useful practical thing, like that is a whole experience. Yeah. And I love how you said you're talking about elevating it and making your clients feel special. That's the key. You don't have to go. It doesn't have to be expensive. Although depending, I did buy one client a, um, oh, the hotspot, the orange hotspot. <laughs> I can't Skyrim. think of the name of it now. Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. You know, it was the same client who spends like 200 grand a year. So depending on the trip and everything, but mm -hmm. it's more about the feeling, making it feel special. And I especially yeah. think like for um, honeymoons, doing going out of your way to make it mm -hmm. feel really special. Yes. There's just ways for you to really lock in that relationship. Yeah, especially if that item that you're gifting under the practical side is something that they wouldn't have thought of. So for example, for my clients who are going to Japan, 
Japanese currency, there's a lot of coins, similar to like in Europe, when you have euros, it's just a lot of coins. And there are a lot of mm -hmm. vending machines in Japan that are really fun. You have, you know, beverages, you have toys, you have all these things. And so when I was in Japan, I wish that I had a coin purse, because I had all these coins just jiggling around in my purse. And it was just so hard to just be able to gather them. So now for my clients going to Japan, who are on the higher end, I will gift them little coin purses to take with them. And they're so cheap it. on Amazon. I just buy packs 10 at a time, super cheap. This included with the box, not a ton of investment, but when they realize how much that'll come in handy on their trip, they're going to love me even more. Yeah. Well, I don't do it for clients, but I know when you came to visit me, I made you a pee pee pouch. <laughs> Because here, sometimes you have to pay to use the bathroom. So I make these little zipper pouches with coins and yes. tissue and hand sanitizer. So that if you have that to use. That is so thoughtful. That is so thoughtful. You are anticipating what their needs are. And I think yes. whenever I stay in five-star hotels and have a really great experience, it's because the staff there anticipate what my needs are without me asking. And I want yep. to implement that and, you know, make sure my clients feel the same way. Absolutely. Should we talk about the actual article now? <laughs> yes, let's talk about the actual article. So first is practical gifts. You know, I've listed a few, but some other ones that advisors give to their clients are RFID card shells, um, passport or vaccine card holders, travel umbrellas, small backpacks, and some advisors, they use branded backpacks they send to their clients gift certificates, travel size battery charger. And one advisor says he gifts to high quality clients, Apple AirTags in a branded yeah, case for their luggage. Ooh, in a branded case. I didn't know. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. That's pretty cool. Um, another thing they say, to do is give credit where credit is due. So this, I'm, I'm going to murder your name. I'm sorry, Jonathan De Araujo, who is the owner of the Vacationeer, which is a travel agency specializing in, specializing in theme park and cruise travel, said he'll do like an onboard credit of up to $1,000 for a Disney cruise guest. He's found it's great for repeat business. It allows them to choose what to spend it on, like Wi-Fi, drinks, or specialty dining. And it's really hard to find a good one size fits all gift. So the onboard credit seems to please all tastes. I'll agree. I'll do the same thing sometimes. Uh, or something my mother used to work with us and she would always put, if there was a kid, like say they were going on a carnival cruise, you can order a little stuffed animal and have that. If you do something for people's children, they will love you forever. So if there's something you can have delivered to the stateroom, it's probably not as easy in a hotel room, but a lot of cruise lines have a whole Bon Voyage gift department. Again, thoughtfulness, but just a little extra cash to spend. It definitely makes clients happy. Of course, there's a danger there of creating an expectation, but um, luckily, like for our travel or our host agency, they hold a lot of group space. So there's a lot of times when our clients are going to get $50 on board credit anyway, not out of our pocket, but it makes them makes them happy that 50 whole dollars, but that's, that's some cocktails or a spa treatment or. Yeah. Um, next on the list, themed gifts and Lee Friedman, founder of Caribbean family travel company, Mango Tree Travel sticks to her agency's Caribbean islands theme 
And she typically gifts beach and sun inspired gifts. She says, I give my clients my favorite tropical waterproof pouch that can be used to keep small toys contained on trips or to hold a phone or wallet during evenings out at a resort. She'll also throw in a mango tree brand inflatable beach ball and a sunscreen face stick for the kids. A little something mom can enjoy and a little something for the kids and something practical. Yep. Go for the kids, man. That's the easy, that's the easy <laughs> target right there. Uh, and then the last one is uh, how about a Photoshop? When it comes to gifts for clients, really anything that shows appreciation goes a long way, says Ashley Les, luxury travel advisor and founder of Postcards From, who is with Pro Travel International. She says her favorite in-room amenity for clients is a photo. It could be of their pet, of the day of their wedding, their children if they're traveling without them, or a family photo from earlier in the trip to have on their last night or next hotel. So you could work with the hotel to actually put a photo in a room. That's super thoughtful. I think it really surprises and delights if that's what you're going for. And then also along the lines of photo, there's... Um, you know, giving them a photo package. If it's a theme park or a cruise vacation, you could gift them a flightographer gift certificate so they can set up a photo shoot. You know, all of that whole memory making stuff is a good good place to look. Um, but that's a really neat one for if it's like an anniversary trip to put in a photo of their wedding or something. That's mm -hmm. That yeah. definitely hits that. Oh my gosh, how thoughtful. You know? <laughs> so one other thing that I've done in the past, it's not on this list and only for certain clients is I will send a digital Uber Eats gift card on yep. the day they return home. Because if they're gone for two weeks, they've cleared out their fridge, they've cleared out their pantry, there's no food. And a lot of times coming over from Europe, which most of my clients are traveling to, it's going to be late afternoon, early evening, if not later at night. So being able to have that gift card and just place a food order so that once you get home, you have something to eat. That to me, for certain clients, all of them have really enjoyed yes. that touch. They're like, oh my God, I did not even think of this, but this was super helpful. They could even use that Uber gift card for their Uber home. If they didn't drive yeah. to the airport, that Uber Eats gift card can be used for both Uber and to, to order food. So yeah, I've Definitely done that a few times and it was a big <laughs> hit. That and also like Starbucks gift cards, like right before they leave here, grab a Starbucks in the airport because every airport has a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And one of our colleagues who's actually been on the podcast, Susie Schreiner, she was on telling us all about um, Croatia yacht chartering. She, if her clients are delayed, like their flights delayed, that's something she'll do is automatically send them a Starbucks gift card. Like, hey go grab a Starbucks, you know? Yeah. So yeah. thoughtful in a stressful mm -hmm. moment. Exactly. Just really, yeah. So I'd be curious if you guys want to shoot us an email or comment on social media or DM us and let us know what your strategy is. Cause I feel like there's a lot more than just these out there. Mm -hmm. All right. And our second article is from travel agent central. And this is, I thought was really cool it is about the Paris Olympics for 2024. And so on location has unveiled travel packages for the Paris Olympics. Some juicy information in here. If you have clients who may want to go, this would also be a great source of social media material, right? 
It says, on location, the official and exclusive hospitality provider for the Olympic and Paralympic Games has unveiled its hospitality and travel packages for the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games Paris 2024. What you need to know is that for the first time ever in the history of the Olympic Games, the opening ceremony will take place on July 26, 2024, outside of a stadium with a 3.7-mile route along the Seine River. This unique hospitality experience allows spectators to view the opening ceremony from iconic Paris landmarks. Fans from all over the world can now book their packages on the dedicated Paris 2024 hospitality online platform. So it's going to be like a right now. <laughs> I yeah, can't help yes. This is going to be incredible. Well, Tracy does our show notes. She puts in all of the links to the articles. So I'm fully expecting a conversation later about uh, a trip to Paris. <laughs> In July 2024. I am booking a Paris Olympics 2024. Um, It's actually going to be an elopement, but the elopement is like a side, like a side thought. That's not the main reason. They want to go travel in Europe. They want to do the Olympics. And then they're like, maybe if we find a really cool place in the city, we'll like find some random ordained person to marry us on like a cool quarter. And I'm like, okay, there's an anxiety, but I'm not planning that part. You guys can figure that out. But it's going to be super fun, knowing how quite a memory and quite a story. Yeah. Um, So this article lists different packages that you can choose for your clients. And on location is the official, uh, what's the word? The official supplier. Supplier. Yeah, supplier for the Olympics uh, and the different packages. So you can do a Riverside package. You can do it just the the difference is where you're sitting. And I guess a lot of it's the inclusions too. Um, With the exception of the Paris 2024 ticketing program, the official Paris 2024 hospitality program is the only official way to guarantee your place for the opening ceremony, as these are the only official and safe sources to buy tickets and hospitality packages for the Olympic Games in Paris. On location offers protection for hospitality packages sold to guests in the U.S., France, Germany, Italy, and Spain on the Paris 2024 hospitality platform through Allianz. So, hmm. travel insurance. Uh, the Allianz insurance services include hospitality package protection, which reimburses guests if event attendance is not possible due to a covered reason, trip interruption coverage, luggage protection, and 24-7 expert assistance and concierge services. Well, it's good to know that if you want, if you have clients who want this type of package, there's one place to go. You don't have to go looking at different suppliers yes. to see who has what. Yep. You just got to go to on location. They have different levels of packages with different inclusions in terms of where you sit, what's included, where you dine. Looks pretty simple. I like yeah, it. There's a link in the article. Out. So, yeah. Yes. It's a... Uh, hospitalitytravelpackages.paris2024.org is what you can go to. And the article is also linked in our show notes. We ready for some excess baggage? Oh, yeah. I don't know if my mouth is, but we'll give it a whirl. It's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Market Report, the NOAA on Thursday released its forecast for 2023's hurricane season. While there's still a lot of uncertainty for the season, NOAA forecasters generally are expecting a near-normal hurricane season. 
Another one from them says that Intrepid, the cultural immersion tour operator, has officially relaunched its cycling tours. Intrepid is now offering over 30 different cycling-focused tours, all with a sustainable focus in 27 countries on five different continents. Travel Weekly reports that Silver Sea Cruises will sail a 140-day world cruise described as its most diverse voyage ever in 2026. Naming the voyage The Curious and the Sea, Silver Sea said the cruise will depart out of Fort Lauderdale on January 2nd, 2026 and call in more destinations than any sailing in Silver Sea history. Another one from them says that on the heels of a wildly successful winter season, ski-centric mountain properties across the western U.S. may be seeing a steep slowdown come summer. March data indicates that on-the-books occupancy for the upcoming summer, May through October, is down 13.5% from last year. Travel Pulse reports that Singapore Airlines has scrapped a plan to serve meals in paper boxes on long-haul flights in what appeared to be a sustainable move after receiving feedback from customers. Afar reports that United has announced it will be adding nearly three dozen flights, including six new routes from Denver International Airport in the coming months. According to travel agent Central, Camp Denali, located at the 89-mile marker in Denali National Park, will reopen on June 2nd. The family-owned and operated lodge since 1952 has announced its 2023 Summer Speaker Series, Wildlife wildlife observation and guided nature excursions. While the park's road remains closed for another summer at mile 43, Camp Denali will welcome guests back offering new fly-in access with flight seeing of Denali. And our high note today is also from Travel Agent Central. Travel Savers is forecasting double and even triple digit sales growth across its business, especially in the premium and luxury segments. Good news for all of us. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. We'll see you all next week. Like we do it, like we do it, like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.